You know, one of the things we have to do as a person, as a Christian, and as believers in God, is allow him to fill us with his Holy Spirit. And then we have to be prepared for the Holy Spirit to change us into what God would have us to be. And of course, we know that is more Christ-like. So you've got to be careful when you talk to God about what you want in the Lord, because a change is afoot. And if you don't want that change, you, 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 you ought to be careful in asking God to change you, to fix you, to feel you, because God has his own way of doing that. He's a powerful God. And uh, he didn't come on just yesterday. And uh, too many of us, we, we don't understand that. And I hope that today's message will give some clarity to that fact. Uh, this morning, we want to talk about the power of the word. The power of the word. First uh, Thessalonians, uh, this is obviously Paul. And the second chapter, verses 13 through 16 says... And we will never stop thanking God for this. That when we preached to you, you didn't think of the words we spoke as being just our own. You, you knew that wasn't us. You knew that was more than us, beyond us. But you accepted what we said as the very word of God. And which, of course, it was. And it changed your life when you believed it. You can't meet God and stay the same. And then 14 says, Dear brothers, you suffered what the churches in Judea did. Persecution. Who from, preacher? From your own folk, your country. Just as they suffered from their own people, the Jews. After they had killed their own prophets, they even executed the Lord Jesus himself. And now they have brutally, brutally persecuted us and driven us out. They are against both God and man, trying to keep us from preaching to the Gentiles for fear some might be saved. And so their sins continue to grow. But the anger of the Lord, the anger of God, has caught up with them at last. The world and even the earth itself may be rotating and changing consistently all the time. But one thing that stays sure and stays the same is the word of God. It is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. You see, the Bible is like a solid rock in the midst of a desert of shifting sand. Oh, the songwriter said, on Christ, the solid rock I stand. All other ground is sinking sand. 
Abraham Lincoln, the president Abraham Lincoln said the word of God is the best gift he could have given to man. My, 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 my. Huh? The only reason America, the United States, prospers in the midst of all of the ludicrousy that is in this world is because we claim to know and respect God's word. He has mercy on us because we claim to know and respect his word. Moses said God got right up in his face and his word spoke to me. This is what Moses said. After seeing a burning bush, he said, go down, Moses, and tell old Pharaoh to let my people go. Jeremiah said the word of God was like a fire shut up in his bones. He felt compelled to utter its message. He just couldn't keep quiet. And that's why I wonder about these preachers with these mealy mouths who don't want to speak the word of God or who who say things that is not in the word of God, that didn't come from God. Because if you were truly called of God, there would be a fire in you, a compassion in you. You couldn't keep quiet. huh? You would be reaching out to save souls, starting with your own. Elijah said it was to him like a small, a still small voice though it was probably no voice at all, but a quiet realization that God was speaking within his heart and his mind. And Daniel said God spoke to him in visions and dreams, allowing him to interpret them according to his will. My, 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 my. The power of the word. Peter said in 1, 18 through 21, your life is a journey. You must travel with deep consciousness of God. It costs God plenty to get you out of that dead end, empty-headed life you grew up in. Huh? He paid with Christ's sacrificial blood. Yes, he died like an unblemished sacrificial lamb. This was no afterthought, even though it was only lately at the end of the ages, it's become public knowledge. But God always knew he was going to do this for you and I. Huh? And it's because of this, this sacrificed Messiah, whom God then raised from the dead and glorified that you trust God. And the fact is, you know you have a future in this same God. And then I want to give it to you in the street language of the message. Same scripture, 2 Peter 1, 18 through 21. We couldn't be more sure of what we saw and what we heard. God's glory, God's voice. The prophetic word was confirmed to us. Huh? And you'll do well to keep focusing on that same word. It's the one light that you have in the dark times of this world 
as you wait for the daybreak, huh? Because it can't stay like this. You're waiting for the rising of the morning star in your heart. And the main thing to keep in mind here is that no prophecy of scripture is of a matter of private opinion. And why? Why, preacher? Because it's not something concocted in the human heart. Prophecy resulted when the Holy Spirit prompted men and women to speak God's word. So we have seen and proved that what the prophets said has come true. And you will do well to pay close attention to everything they have written. For lights shining into dark corners. That's what's happening with the word of God. Huh? Their words help us to understand many things that otherwise would be dark and difficult. And when you consider the wonderful truth of the prophet's words, then the light comes on and dawns in your soul. And Christ, the morning star, will shine in your hearts. For no prophecy recorded in Scripture was ever thought up by the prophet himself. Huh? It was the Holy Spirit within these godly men who gave them true messages from God. So, since we can plainly see that the word of God comes through ordinary people, and yet it has no less power. God speaks to us, and God speaks through us. Now, however, there is a problem. In speaking through man, it leaves room for what we would call imitators, fakes, quacks, and false prophets. All on the radio, in pulpits, on TV, men and women looking for a quick buck at anyone's expense. Yeah, you got something good? Somebody's going to imitate like they've got it and try to get the, the respect that you get. Yours is real, theirs is fake but they're hoping people don't realize it. They, they, they're spouting half-truths about the word of God. Oh, my God. And now, now, how, 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 can we, how can we tell, preacher, when we are hearing from a false prophet? How, how do we know? We go to the word. That's right. There is power in the word of God. And it will give us discernment. Now, first of all, number one, we see that God's actions always coincide with his word. Everything and anything that was originated and made by God, including man. Huh? And what have men done? Men have since redone or attempted to redo what God has already done. In the process, what do we have, preacher? Well, we have Frankenstein preachers. 
Frankenstein people. Huh? It's just a bunch of dead stuff put together. It ain't real. Huh? And number two, God's word produces good, effective change. That's when you know it's real. It does not produce chaos. When men and women start predicting when the world will end, you already know there's a problem. Why? Why, preacher? Because the Bible, the word of God says that no man knows the day or the hour. And any contradiction with the word of God should cause us immediately to run from that speaker. You, you can't talk to me no more because you, you, you off course. Huh? Number three, the work affects change. Hmm? When the spirit of the Lord moves on us, we change everything. How we walk, how we talk, how we deal with life, everything has changed. Huh? How you handle anger, how you handle morals. Huh? Everything has changed. The whole Bible was given to us by inspiration from God. And uh, 2 Timothy 3.16 says, it's useful to teach us what is true and to make us realize what is wrong in our lives. It straightens us out and helps us do what is right. Number four, there will always be opposition to the word of God. If there's no opposition, probably what you're hearing is not real and not true. And, and, and we know there's going to be opposition because the scripture says, the word says, if they did it to the green tree, which was Christ, behold, what shall they do to the dry, which is us? There will be hostility. Folk going to make up stuff about you. When you real, there's just people who just don't like that. Who, who, who does he think he is? Who does she think she is? Now, you ain't said nothing, but you're just trying to live right. But people don't like that because it puts them on the spot. The word of God is like a cleanser. Huh? And if you think everybody loves you, <laughs> you probably ain't living right. Hmm? Number five, the Thessalonians were exiled. The Thessalonians were killed just to shut them up. There was violent opposition to the word. You see, you see the gospel, when you speak the truth, when you speak the word, it is no respecter of persons. And when you speak the truth, folk get upset. Folk get angry. Huh? The word of God is like a two-edged sword. Whatever you've achieved in life, whatever you've bought, houses, land, it means nothing. God is not impressed. The word stands on its own two feet. It doesn't need our help. And when it touches us, we will know it because we will never be the same. 
The songwriter said, nothing in my hand I bring. Simply to the cross I cling. O rock of ages, cleft for me. Let me hide myself in thee. Let the water and the blood from thy wounded side forth flood. Be of sin the double cure, safe from wrath, and make me pure. Number seven, we cannot make up our own rules. When you have given your life to Christ, when the word of God has affected a change in you, you don't make up the rules. You let the Holy Spirit wrestle you down and change you into what he wants you to be. We cannot write our own Bible. Huh? God, too many of us are trying to put God in a little box because we're not comfortable with him rearranging things, fixing things. Huh? Yeah, yeah, we want to still do some of the things we used to do. And God says, no, that won't work. The word changes us, the power of the word. Huh? And, 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 and when you try to go against the word, you are powerless and ineffective. What you believe makes no difference to the truth of the matter. The word is the word. Well, I don't believe that. That don't change the truth. The word of God is still true and still powerful, whether you believe it or not. Hmm? Well, I, I don't believe water is wet. You don't have to. Go and walk in the ocean. Huh? And number eight, God has made it abundantly clear that the only way to talk with him is through accepting his son. That, that's, that is our reconciliation. What did John 14 say? I am the way. I am the truth. And I am the light. And no man comes to the Father but through me. And number nine, this upsets people. Because they are claiming that there are many ways to get into heaven. That's what folk are saying. That's not the truth. That's not the word. But that's what folk are saying. And so they get bothered when you speak the word and say, I am the way. I am the truth. And I am the life. And I, I'm, I, I need to ask you this this morning. Who are you going to trust and who are you going to believe? They say or the word of God? You see, the reason some people are so upset about the gospel is because it exposes them. And it exposes their human pride. Huh? The gospel turns the light on the darkness that we don't want to be seen, that we would rather hide. Huh? See, when you're in the darkness, you can't see a lot. You can see very little. And you like it like that. Oh, but when somebody turns them lights on, we squint our eyes like, turn the light out, turn that light out. Because we know whatever we're doing is going to be seen. Everything we try to hide, the Bible points it out. And, and the word says it has to go. And those of us who are struggling with our salvation, we say, well, 
I don't know. I think I can still do this and love the Lord. And, and well, now that's a problem. If the word says this, then you've got to go with what the word says. So many of us in our pride, we, we claim that we don't need any help. We claim that we're just fine. And we, we got it together. Well, I'm looking at you and I'm looking at your life. And it just doesn't look like it's together. No, you see, you you you, you gotta you gotta look at the truth. Look in the mirror. Is is your tie straight? Is your lipstick on right? Is your wig right? Did did you wash your face? Just 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 look in the mirror. Don't look at nobody else. You just look at you. And then accept the truth. We all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. There is none righteous. No, not one. That's what the word says. Now, are you going to deny that? I'm asking you this morning. Lose the pride. Get get rid of that arrogant look. like, Like you ain't never done anything wrong. Yes, you have. You're lying right now. Huh? Lose that or this will be the very thing to keep you from receiving the word of God. And if you don't believe me, ask the devil. His pride, his arrogance, that's what booted him from heaven. And so won't you stoop down and drink from the fountain of God? You, you you can't receive living water unless you humble yourself and admit I need Jesus. My, my, my. Oh, what did the songwriter say? He said, I came to Jesus as I was. I, I was weary, worn, and sad. What did you find, preacher? I found in him a resting place. And he has made me glad. My, 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 my. You can't meet Jesus and stay the same. Don't you know the power of the word can change anybody? It can open blinded eyes. It can unstop deaf ears. It can make the lame walk. The power of God has raised the dead. Oh, how many of us have known people who used to drink? People who used to be prostitutes, people who used to be on drugs. And then you see them and you figure like, what happened? I found Jesus. The word of God touched me and made me whole. My, 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 my. God can and God will forgive you, anybody, you, 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 and you, and make you whole. The Pharisees or the publicans' attitude is, or, or, or the proud people is, I don't need no help. Yes, you do. I don't need no forgiveness. Yes, you do. That attitude refuses to bow down or to be humble or to get help. And they're the main folk that need help. It also says that certain people are not worthy of help or have the capacity to receive help. Who are you going to believe? Them or the word of God? And this morning I'm asking you, I'm, I'm, I'm coming to a close. Who are you? 
worry about yourself. Be concerned about the man in the mirror. I'm asking you this morning to focus on yourself and let the word of God in you that it might change you because there is power in the word. Oh my God. No matter who you are, no matter what status you hold, there is no way around the word of God. Doesn't matter how much money you have. Doesn't matter how many cars you have. Doesn't matter if you play professional ball, if you're a singer, an actor, a movie star. You need the word of God. There's no way around it. And I want to say something to you. You cannot save yourself. To you who are already perishing. Because that's what the world does to us. It just causes us to perish. The forces of this world are at work in our life and we have no control. But if we surrender to the power of the word, oh my God. <laughs> what, 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 what did, what did the, 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 the scripture say? To you is born this day, my, 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 a savior who is Christ the Lord. Mm, 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 mm. Oh, precious is the flow that makes me white as snow. No other fount I know, nothing but the blood. My, 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 my. Preach. Mm? God has the power to save you from yourself. Hmm? He has the power to save you from your sins. Come, come on, come on, Arkansas. Come on, let's, 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 we, we, we're done. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to yell and scream this morning. Huh? Come on, come on. G God has the power to lift you up out of the muck and out of the mire. Hmm? That, that's, that's who God is. He has the power to give you peace in the midst of your storm. God has the power to comfort you despite things crashing all around you. Oh, oh the power of the word. There is power. Wonder working power in the blood of the Lamb. Won't you come this morning? The doors of the church are open. Will you come? Will you say yes to the Lord? Will you say, Preacher, I've tried everything and everything has failed. I'm asking you this morning to try Jesus. Oh my God. Let him touch your heart. Let him touch your mind. Let him touch your life. Let the power of the word dwell in you richly causing you to change all those shenanigans that you've been involved in. Will you come this morning? Will you come? Come on, come on, come on. Oh, God bless you. God bless you. Hallelujah. The word of God. The power of the word. Yes, 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 yes. Come on, come on, come on. My, 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 my.
God is waiting with outstretched arms for you this morning. For you. For you, my brother. For you, my sister. Will you come? Yes, 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 yes. Let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you for these who have come. Thank you for these who have surrendered their lives to you, realizing that everything they're trying to do was, was a waste. They can't change themselves, but there is power in the Word. There is power in your wonder-working Word. And God, we ask that that same power would touch these lives right now. Touch their lives, touch their hearts, touch their minds, touch their souls, touch their relationships, work on them on their jobs, work on them in their homes, and let them feel your presence and know that this is not me. This is, this is something beyond me. Yes, it's the power of the Word. Oh, let it be so now, God. In the name of Jesus, in the precious and mighty name of Jesus, we pray and thank you for the answer and the blessing. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. This is Faith Worth Finding Ministries Weekly Encouragements by Nam God bless you. Won't you tell a friend?